Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. And I'm <laughs> I am super excited about this episode because it is talking about Chase, you know, the mentor, the opportunity, not the money. So that's how you're going to become the most successful. Um, and I, I heard this in a last like webinar I was in last week and had to tell Taylor and she loved it. So hello, Taylor. Hello. This is an episode that we're both really excited about. We both have mentors and have had several mentors throughout our careers. So I think this one is one that we're both really passionate about. And as always, make sure you guys listen to the end for my broke to boss tip of the week. Um, I think it's really insightful. Hopefully this whole episode is. Um, but, you know, if it's bullshit, feel free to tell us that too. So, you know, hit us up. Let us know if you like it. Let us know if you think it's bullshit. Or if you have a difference of opinion. We also love that too. Like, let's talk about that. So, Getting right into it. Um, I felt like it was good to, to kind of provide a definition, but not a formal like Webster's dictionary definition of what a mentor mm -hmm. is, but just overall, like in general, what a mentor is and a mentee, like that dynamic. So it's where both parties show up to give and learn. It's about relationships. And that means that it's fundamentally about trust. So it means that both parties take the time seriously and are coming together to put their energy into building a better future product person, um, whatever it is, a mentor mentee relationship focused on growth and action in this way, both parties benefit together. I love that. Did you get that from somewhere? Or you just like grabbed it from you. No, I got that from somewhere. But oh, I was like, wow. <laughs> It's like, like, nailed it. <laughs> no, I, I definitely got that from somewhere. I had my own definition, which obviously wasn't shit compared to that, but I, it was my own definition was even like bits and pieces of stuff that I had read and it sounded so stuffy. And then I saw this article and it put it like that so beautifully. And um, I'll go back so we can give credit to that article because it's really, really like they put that perfectly to me without it sounding oh, too stuffy, too formal, explaining like what the dynamic between a mentor and a mentee is mm -hmm. and what it should be. Yeah, exactly. And so what are your thoughts is a mentor can be like your ex exec coach or, you know, your, your life coach or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Right? So, yes, exactly. Okay. So when I was going down this rabbit hole, like really, even though I have a mentor and have had mentors, I really wanted to understand again, the definition of mentor. And it's, it, I went and read this article that was like, there's informal mentors, mm -hmm. the ones we don't even realize obviously. And that was interesting to me because I'm like, what's an informal mentor? And it's like more about what you read, um, the different stuff, like articles or industry news that you follow, what you see on social media. And then as a result, you change your habits or something that you're doing on your end as a result of something that you see, read, et cetera. Or if there's like a person yeah. that you follow. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that, you know, via the millionaire recruiter, like that's the whole point to be like informal mentors. And now that, you know, Talent Takeover on Filters also on that YouTube channel, I'm hoping that we also are being informal mentors to people. I mean, I know you also have been getting lots of messages, just people thinking and saying you inspired me yeah. to do X, Y, Z. I definitely think that, first of all, we live for that shit. That's why we show up every week and do this. Uh, there's do lots of other it. things we could be doing, but we do, we do really love it. And um, I think that it is so important to find a mentor. For me, I don't have an informal one. I have a formal one. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I love that. It's interesting. Well, but what's interesting about what you said, and I'm going to battle you on this one is TMRP is a formal mentor to me. Your YouTubes are informal mentors to me. Right. So 
Well, you got to tell them what, don't get all acronym on us. You got to tell them what that means. Oh, it's the millionaire, (laughs) it's the millionaire recruiter program, which we both love and are passionate about. And I feel like we've talked about it a lot, but we maybe haven't on the podcast probably talked about it. I don't think we have that much. Yeah. Yeah, we, it's just maybe internally we talk about it, but on the podcast, so we don't want to do our listeners a disservice. I mean, that's what that is to me. That is a formal mentorship program for those that want to start their own recruiting agency. And then again, you know, your millionaire recruiter YouTube channel, I feel like is the more informal, um, you're a mentor to people through that. So, um, I really think that that dynamic is really interesting and I'd love to hear about how you got, I know you have your mentor now, but how did you get any of your mentors that you've had prior to the one that you have now? Cause I know that story. Yeah. So, um, for me, it was always my, my stepdad, I felt like was, was my mentor. Um, and it's, it's, I don't know why, but I never really put it as you're my mentor and you're the person that I follow. And you're, you know, I never really put it like that. I just put like, you're my advisor. You're my person that like I bounce ideas from you inspire me. Like, so I, but I never really said you are my mentor. So that's kind of interesting. I feel like I should reach out to him and let him know that. Um, And then of course, you know, I just looked for executive coaches. I was like, I need something formal. So I never had, I never felt until now that I had informal ones, but I I guess I did. And I mean, even um, (laughs) Grant Cardone, who I personally do not, uh, do not watch anymore because I didn't like how he shows up to his wife. But um, yeah, he also was an informal mentor to me just because I, I love what he had to say and how he treats sales and how he treated, I think, the growth of a human being and a career. I really enjoyed and it resonated with me so many years ago. Uh, but yeah, he he also inspired me, but, you know, and, and also my employees did too. You know, they, they, they showed up and said, hey, do you realize like that your training is like this is, doesn't exist somewhere else? So when you think about that, they, they also were, were mentors to me. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you said is interesting because you said your stepdad was your mentor. And then all of my mentors that I have had have come to me organically, which is kind of, you know, I was reading a lot about that because I was interested to know what's the difference or what's the percentage of people that seek out a mentor, like go to different groups, associations, um, different, because there is a path to go down that I think we should talk about here in a little bit Mm -hmm. of how to seek out a formal mentor. But then it said, actually, the most common way that people get mentors is unintentionally. To your point, they may not even know you're mentor, they're your mentor. Mm. And um, it just becomes more of a, a dynamic because you're working together, you're partnering together, there's mutual respect. There's typically one person that has more experience. Um, there, there's mutual respect, but one person who's maybe on paper has more of a respectable career. So there is definitely like... I don't want to call it a power shift, but there is definitely a, I don't even know what you call it, not even a shift, a differentiation between the two. Like somebody just has different life experience than the other. It doesn't have anything to do with age. It's just a life experience thing or work experience or whatever somebody's mentoring somebody on. Um, But one of the stats I saw that was really powerful to me was that um, it's a 90% of people that have a mentor become a mentor. I love that. Isn't that cool? Yes. A hundred percent. I feel the same exact way. I feel like, um, and again, why the, the Millionaire Recruiter Program exists now is because I finally reached a point in my career, and I think you feel the same way, that I'm ready to teach. I'm ready to be that person for someone else that I've had for so long. And I know that if I would have had a coach, a full-blown mentor earlier on in my career, I would have accelerated faster. It's like, you know, they hold you accountable, which mm-hmm. is super. They inspire you. They bounce ideas off of each other. They see things more clearly than you can because when you're in it 
you can't really see things. I mean, you can even talk about that in a relationship, right? Like, like how much, how much do you hate when you, you broke up with someone and, and your family or friends are like, God, I can't believe that lasted that long. You're like, where yeah. were you? <laughs> where? Yeah. where was this vice the last three years that I wasted or whatever? Yeah. No. Yeah. I think that's oh so true. When you're too close to anything, I feel like you can't really see it. But I thought that that, that I think I battle personally with like imposter syndrome. I feel like uh, I've, I've heard you talk about that and you mm -hmm. battle that. And I feel like you're on the other side of that. You're not doing that anymore. Hence the millionaire recruiter program. You've kind of yeah. like finally recognized what we all see um, is that you've got a lot of shit to say. You've had a lot of different experiences and it's really powerful for people to be able to learn from your mistakes or learn from the good things you've done. And it's mm -hmm. like the imposter. That's exactly how I feel. And then we get these messages about this podcast and I'm like, Wow. I had no idea, but I know that I do have a lot of different experiences specific to work, a lot of different experience that I'm like, okay, I feel like there's a lot of scenarios that I maybe could help somebody out in this or that. I mean, I haven't really run into a question that I've gotten through messages, which again, we love. So keep sending them where I haven't been able to answer it, but yet I'm still kind of battling this imposter syndrome over here. Like I'm, I still need my mentor very much. I'm not equipped to be somebody's mentor. But then don't you always kind of need a mentor? Like, I feel like that's something that I'll always have. I'm at my best when I have one. Well, I think if you don't, you're saying that you know everything and that you've yeah. been there, done that, and you're at the top. It's like, no, like there's never that time. And actually, when you think about it, I would always want the person I met that's being my mentor or my coach to also have their own coach. Because again, that's like, you're not the almighty. Nobody is. You know, everybody has a coach. So I love that stat because I think that's so true and so powerful and it's so needed. It is. And so getting down to like the actual, you know, subject for this episode is chase the mentors and not the money. That's how you'll become successful. So chase the people that you admire, align yourself with the people that you admire, and that's how you're going to become successful. Um, and then I even was just thinking about this. I'm like, how would a person go about doing that? Like, how, how would you even begin to break this down? And I thought about how would I do this? So I was like, I would probably think about in this last year or 2022, who are three people that I met throughout this last year or had any interaction with or engagement with that I would want to spend more time with and want to get to know more and pick their brain more. And so I think for those that don't have a mentor or like an official mentor, how yeah. you go about identifying one for yourself in your own life is just thinking about three people that influenced you that you met and had conversations with this last year mm -hmm. and just engage with them more. And the, the relationship will happen and evolve organically, but who do you want to learn from? Everybody has had to have met somebody this last year even if you have three you've met somebody and you should have more than three to be honest you should have more than three people that you feel like you can learn something from yeah if you're but, networking properly yeah exactly well i mean it could even be like if you take about it and think about it your personal life you could have like a mom mentor that's somebody that is just like crushing the mom game and you're just like Hey, how, you do this really well, or you do that really well. I want to just align, like, how did you do that? And with social media these days, it makes it so easy to connect with people that you just, you don't necessarily have to meet in person. You can meet them via social media, or it could be somebody you stumbled yeah. across. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on that? I love, actually, you just gave me the chills when you brought up the mom situation, because obviously we're, we're both moms and we're both also yeah. hard on ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was just thinking, you know, complimenting someone for something that they just do on a regular basis that they might not have even known they do well, 
is so massive. And I think about constantly paying it forward, which is again, why, why I even started the YouTube in the first place, but it's like, you just made someone's day. I mean, like when you talk about just the comments we get for the talent takeover and filter, it's like, do you realize that you just made our day? Like you might've think we're so busy and we don't read these things. Like, no, like that's why we continue yeah. to do this. You know, yeah. like, oh, I love, I love that so much. I think it's good. And, and it could even be what I was thinking about as you're talking. I'm like, maybe they don't even have to have three per work, three per personal, like organize it however you want, but very much taking a page out of Cheryl's book yesterday with our conversation with her of identify three people that influence you in your world, whether personal or professional, and just seek to get to know them, seek to pick their brain. That's how for those listeners that need a mentor or wanting a mentor, that's how you can work to develop a relationship with somebody to become a mentee to somebody that you'd like to be your mentor. Mm -hmm. And what I love that you actually defined it because what's important, again, there's one that you pay and one that you don't. And naturally the one that you pay is going to be very involved. But you know, if, if, if you can't, if you can't invest in yourself right now, but you still want, you know, that mentor, then you have to give to get. You know, it's just not a one-sided thing. Uh, what I love too is what you said is on paper, yes, it looks like this person is doing better in their career or they have they know more and whatnot, mm -hmm. but it, it's still a conversation. And I think that we can both agree that you get inspired from all over the place. So it's like, yeah. if someone reaches out to me that just gets it or that understands that my time is valuable and so is theirs, you know, yeah. and that wants to just ask a quick question and then also, oh, you know what, thanks that for X, Y, Z, or that says, hey, I wanna, um, they recommend, I had this person uh, the other day that I spoke to probably like six months or so ago, he did just one coaching with me and you know, my coaching's not cheap, right? So I, I get it, you know, can't always continue, you don't have the funds, but right. he always just kept in touch and he would always just give me little nuggets and ask me questions and inspire me. And the other day he recommended me on LinkedIn and it was like such a massive thing for me. And I was like, thank you so much. He's like, are you joking? Thank you, thank you. So it was just that now, not just because he gave me something, but it's nice, it's like, okay, wow. Like what I was doing for you helped. And then now you just helped me in return. And I didn't expect anything out of it. But once you do, you're just like, ding, 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 ding. You're so happy. And you realize that was, that is a great relationship. And that's one I'll continue. And I love that, like tying it back into like, that's why I love this definition so much is that this definition isn't, it really breaks down the dynamic of a mentor and mentee. And now that we both kind of serve as you officially through TMRP, but I serve and I never really realized it till this definition. I have a couple people that I speak to regularly that I know that if you had to define it on paper, I'm probably their mentor. But I like that's why I liked this definition so much is it's mutually like it has a lot of those buzzwords in it about, you know, in this way, both parties benefit together. It's not just one side is getting something and the other, you know, one's giving, one's taking. Um, and I think it's really interesting what you said about one's paid, one's not. Um, I've never had a paid mentor. So mine have all been kind of the organic ones that have happened through really working closely on things. But it's very much one of those dynamics that has always been, or both have always been the two that I've had throughout my career have always been, I'm giving to, even though I'm definitely on paper, probably the more junior person, definitely the more junior person, but mm -hmm. there I'm giving in these dynamics too. I'm not just sitting there picking their brain and take, take, take there's, it's like a give and take. And I think it's really powerful when two people can realize that it's not just one-sided. It's like, this is, that's ultimately when I think the whole mentor mentee relationship dynamic clicks for people where it's like, are we in love? Did we just become best friends? Thing? You know, <laughs> yeah. like 
wait, are you my mentor? Are you my mentee? I think it really just naturally clicks. But I do think it's good to tell those people if they're your mentor. I think that's really like, oh, that's interesting. Biggest compliment. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think you said you were going to tell your, like when you mentioned telling your stepdad, I'm like, yeah. yes, tell him because what, with how, what you've told me about how he is in business and the standard he holds himself to with being a business owner, I think that that's really powerful to tell somebody. Obviously, work is really important to him, it matters to him, it's a defining part of who he is. Yeah, so to present. tell him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So to tell him that, you know, unofficially, whether he's known it or not officially, he's always been your mentor and you look up to him. I think that's like, what, what higher compliment could somebody give you in the workplace or in, in, yeah. in business? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I don't know why I was like feeling a little choked up. I'm like, that's so sweet. He's going to tell him like, I'm losing her. I'm <laughs> like, losing her. No, no. Okay. Just <laughs> because like, you're hitting me emotionally. Um, no, I, I, for sure. hundred percent. I got to do that. Um, so now I want to talk about, again, back to the actual subject of, of Chase the Mentor, not the money. Do you suggest taking a pay cut for opportunities to work with the people that can really boost your career in a different way? Yes. Yes. And I think old me, like younger me, mm -hmm. old me, younger me, that makes fucking no sense. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I I'm, you, at I this you. point, I'm in my life a thousand percent. I think you have to make those sacrifices and you realize that it's going to pay off in the end. And it like never has not worked for me that way to just like, okay, maybe even if it's like, you think that it's not, okay, I'm not necessarily sacrificing money. Let's take job hunting. For example, sure. people always think when they leave a job, they have to leave for more money. Right. Yeah. So it's like, have you ever left a job for less money or equal money? And then I can answer yes to both of those. And a couple of times, because it was like, I want to align myself with a person that I feel like embodies who I want to be or what I want to do or the path that I want my career to go down, whatever it is, you know? So I definitely think that that that's really powerful to not chase the money. I feel like I've said it before, the money will come. If you're doing right by yourself, right by other people. And I feel like with the dynamic as per this definition that we've established a give and take relationship, you're working together. How could you not be successful? So I a thousand percent think, especially in the market we're in right now, I think it's really good advice for people to not chase the money, chase the mentor, align yourself and find those people connect with people in the companies that you admire. Even that's a good place to start. If there's a company that you admire and maybe a not product, a person, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. go, go that route. But there's tons of people out there that would love to be a mentor to somebody and would probably be extremely flattered to be, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, you just actually gave me the little chili willies. Um, but because we're, we're seeing all the layoffs, um, who knows when they're going to stop, right? Everyone, the whole, everything's course correcting. I'm not sure if it's economy or whatever, but anyways, Long story short, though, like a lot of people are like, I can't make less than I made before. Like, where's my self worth? Well, again, if you're if you're in it for the right reasons, your self worth will prevail, and you're actually choosing you, your sanity, your career growth, your mental stability. Like, there's just so many other things as opposed to what's on your W two. Yeah, you know. Um, and then opportunities exist so many different ways. I mean, I you got to just think about. Um, you know, unfortunately, my, my my techies team was laid off or half of them were laid off at a firm the other day. And a lot of I, everyone reached out to me, whether they were or were not. And they're like, God, I just wish we could. I wish we could work together again. I wish we could have that same thing again. And it's like they're grasping and not just trying to toot my own horn here, but they're grasping, you know, the the chemistry that we had, the um, the 
how we we grew and we always learned and and, and like we just continued to just push each other and that's yep. like that's what they were like you know in a bigger company it just didn't exist there at that mm -hmm. time or that moment you know not to say they have a great org but um yeah i don't know so sorry to, i'm tangenting because i brought up I, that was really upsetting to me yesterday um but yeah just to chase the opportunity that you have and because i think you can get inspired by all sorts of people to again your journey is your journey and it could be for two years for three years for 10 years it doesn't matter like where, where you decide to go but I, I the money will come your opportunity will come and knowledge is just so powerful it's like that's what you have always yeah. And I used to think about it, and this is where I go back to like my older, younger self, the old me, younger self. I used to think that the sacrifice that I needed to make in, in the workplace or in business to be successful and to be good at my job was my work-life balance, not money. Mm. The mm -hmm. older I get and the more that I've worked with different people and work in a job that I absolutely love, my mentality on that has completely shifted that that's not the only sacrifice. And I'm, I say this to say, like, when we talk about the things that we could tell our younger selves, like that work-life balance, I need to just get my head down, grind while all my friends are out partying. I'm going to like get serious about my career. Work-life balance isn't the only thing that you need to sacrifice sometimes to get where you want to be in your career. Sometimes it is money. Mm -hmm. So sometimes chasing the mentors and the people, the right people will get you much further in your career than chasing a job title or chasing a salary. In my yeah. opinion, it will. 100%. Now, to be clear, everyone, though, do not like, you know, take a lot less than, you know, one like your where you can't pay your bills or anything like that, or don't let a company take advantage of you, because I think that that is a completely different conversation. Yeah, I think common sense has to come into play here of like, feeding myself and my family is, you know what I mean? Like, yes, you have to have yeah. some common sense with it. But if it's like, I think that people have to really look at the sacrifice of like, it's not taking, I think people associate taking a step down with taking less money, like the world. Mm -hmm. Let's just be clear, like less money, yeah, right. it, people associate the two. So I don't, I think you can still take a step forward to align yourself with a really powerful mentor or company or startup, even if it means less money than you've had, but yes, absolutely mm -hmm. take care of yourself. You know, do what you have to do to keep a roof over your head, all of that stuff. And we're certainly not suggesting anybody that has a job, especially right now, be like, well, fuck this. You know, I'm going to go, I'm quitting this job and I'm going to go find a mentor because, you know, Taylor and Brianna said that I should, you know, no, don't do that shit. Um, but definitely if you, if you have want our advice on this, feel free to reach out to us, but I think there's a right way to do it. And there's a right way to line yourself with the right people. And I think if nothing else, even if that's not your person forever, I think there's a lot of growth moments that'll happen with aligning yourself with somebody who embodies the person that you want to be in, in work and in business. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. And then something else that uh, Cheryl mentioned is that who you surround yourself with is who you will become or who you are. Yeah. So I think that that's also super important. So like if you're at a company or with a, a boss or colleagues and stuff and they're just nasty or they're not, they don't want to learn, they're not pushing you. That's also an indication that, look, it's time to move on. It's time to continue to grow myself because I'm now stagnant. Yeah. And then there's the whole like mental health component of all of this stuff. You know, yeah. it's like, is your money, is the a certain amount of money? And, you know, we heard Kevin tell his great story about that, that he was like making the money, but he was really unhappy. And I think, again, we go back to like money just tends to overshadow everything. But the older I get, the more I learn in just life and in business is like, stay where you're happy 
And I feel like the success will come. The money will come. All of those things will come. If you're happy, you're working hard, and you're aligning with somebody whose character and values and integrity aligns with who, with yours and who you want to be. Was that your broke to boss tip? Because that was pretty awesome. Oh, well, then we can just leave it at. Well, I, my broke to boss tip is I try to be short and sweet, as you guys know. So it was actually, um, it's still relevant, still really good. The less you chase the money, the more it finds you. So I feel like that's kind of reframing my long-winded, what I just said that you were like, is that the broke to boss tip? It's kind of reframing it and shortening it up a little bit uh -huh. that the less you chase the money, the more it finds you. So the less you focus on that being your focus, the more it's going to come to you. Yeah. Because you're, you're going back to um, the other episode about the skills is like the more you show up consistently, yeah. like the better you'll, you'll end up doing. So yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, I love it. I love it. Another amazing episode. And of course, you know, as you know us, we can talk forever. Uh, but I think it's time to go because that was awesome. So don't go chase the money. Chase the mentor. Love it. Love it. And the less you chase the money, the more it finds you. Boom. Mic drop. Boom. Throw this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks y'all for listening. All right. We'll see you every Tuesday. And don't forget that you can also watch our beautiful, amazing animated faces on uh, the, on the Millionaire Recruiter YouTube. So we'll see you next week.